the NFL Week 14 Recap and Week 16 Look Ahead Lines edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast. Part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines. Download that Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everybody, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Monday, December the 11th, which means we're recapping the NFL, which was a great week, um, especially for the dogs. And, of course, my man over here had a victory Sunday, so he's having a victory Monday here. Cheers to you. I had a nice bye week. I didn't get mad at the TV, (laughs) so a good week for me as well. If you're wondering who you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac and joined each and every episode on the NFL Gambling Podcast for the recap show is J. Mark Football, a.k.a. Old Fashioned Football. J. Mark, how about them Bears, baby? Back-to-back wins for the first time in the Eberflus era, so that was pretty good to see. It was a great game. We'll talk a little bit more about it in a little bit here, but uh, yeah, I was encouraged by what I saw. Oh, dude, I I mean, we'll, we're going to go game by game, but uh, Bears look good. We'll... we'll We'll dive into it, the box score, and what it means going forward. Anything else that uh, caught your eye in the action here? I know we were talking behind the scenes. We're kind of out on a certain individual right now. Yeah. Uh, for being a bitch is, is a good way right. of putting it. Yeah, I mean, whether the refs made the right call or not, which I feel like they did make the right call, when you're shaking somebody's hand after the game, don't be bitching about the call to them. Josh Allen didn't make that call. Fuck you, Patrick Mahomes. And I liked Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. I do I'm too, done. but I'm I'm out on him right now. Yeah. You know what, man? The Bills got jobs against the Eagles. You didn't see Josh Allen freaking bitching to Jalen Hurts in the handshake line. He's he no. like a man, um, shook his hand and moved on. I mean, the Chiefs get every call every week. So for them, yeah. and by the way, he was offside. He, he it was yelled at your clear. dumbass wide receiver, Kadarius Tony, who has cost you the Lions game. Um, your your receiver, uh, what's it, Scantling against uh against Eagles. Blame your wide receivers because you should have two more wins, not because of the referees, but because your wide receivers won't catch the damn football when you throw it to them. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Um, the the frustrations there for Mahomes, I get it because they haven't been as dominant as normal, but it's not Josh Allen's fault. <laughs> I mean, he's slowly <laughs> he is so slowly turning into Tom Brady. You know how Brady would always bitch and throw a temper, temper tantrum on the sideline? Mahomes and Andy Reid bitching about the rest, too. I'm like, get out of here, guys. It'd be yeah. one thing if he wasn't offside. It wasn't right. like, remember, remember Terry McLaurin last year well, for the mm-hmm. skins when he actually checked with the referee three times and they still right. caught him offside? So Tony like didn't Tony check at all. Oh, he's an idiot. He sucked. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he, I mean, he's he's terrible, man. He's cost him yeah. two games this year, just whether it's him dropping or him lining up offside. So, sorry, I can't talk right now. But let's move along <laughs> into uh, game by game, and then we'll look ahead to week 16. Hello, here we go. Finally. Finally. <laughs> finally. Had to get him out of the 1 o'clock slate. The New England Patriots finally win. I did bet them. I said, hey, this is the one. This is the one. Uh Belichick owns Tomlin. Um, and I think kind of what we've been saying about the Steelers, fool's gold, complete fraud team came to fruition here, man. For them to lose back-to-back games to 2-10 and 10 teams when you're in the playoff hunt in December, unacceptable at home. Uh, yeah. It's ironic, man, because all of a sudden there's a little bit of push to get Tomlin out of there after the year and kind of a divorce. I, I kind of didn't see that coming. I see the side of it because since – Tomlin and the Steelers organization lost three years ago to Ron Rivera to end their undefeated season. They are below 500. Um, 
I mean, I think everything's fair in terms of everything everybody says about Brady and Belichick. You can say the thing about Ben and Tomlin. So yeah. I don't know. What was your takeaway from this game? Uh, our Patriots finally covered. <laughs> finally. <laughs> I messaged you. I said, I swear to God, if they don't cover after being up 21 to three, I'm going to break every TV in my house. <laughs> so finally, the Patriots got some of that money back. And now they got the yeah. Chiefs next week. Um. You know, I didn't realize how thankful I should be for the Steelers until I was looking it up, and they lose to the Patriots right after losing to the Cardinals, all but ensuring the Bears have that number one pick. I love yes. it. They're letting yes. these bad teams beat them, um, and I think that says it right there. You can't let bad teams beat you if you want to be a good team. I didn't expect the Tomlin chatter either. I mean, despite the fact that they're struggling, He's still been just so historically good. I know it hasn't been great, but he's been historically good. So um, that is a surprise. Mitch Trubisky, I had faith in my boy Mitch, but he sucks. He's, he was he was not good. He's going to get the start again. Um, but yeah, it, it was bad. Bad it was. The Patriots go to 3-10. Three 3-10 and ten. Three and ten ATS. Hey, I'm telling you, they're winning out of here. <laughs> In every cover here coming down the stretch, they got Kansas City. That game is going to be like seven to three with the way that the Chiefs are playing offense right now. Pittsburgh's had a quick turn, no time to feel sorry for themselves. I guess actually they played on Thursday, but a quick turn into relative to the rest of the league. They got the Colts on Saturday in Indy. Both teams sitting at seven and six. Wild card implications. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have the. I think we'll have the Saturday game, Jay Mark. So we'll preview that one. Early lean to maybe a Steeler bounce back, but I mean, Pickett's out. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can trust Mitch at this point. I mean, he had two yards to gain, and he, he threw it just way out there. What the hell? He's, te- he's terrible. He's terrible. Maybe the Mason Rudolph era is coming back, baby. So, all right, <laughs> let's move along to the next game. Let's go to the NFC South, where all of a sudden, like we said, it's going to be a three-way tie at six and seven in this god-awful, god-awful division. Uh, quarterback play in this division is at an all-time bad. Derek yeah. Carr, not very good. Uh, uh, Baker Mayfield, just not good either. Desmond Ritter, terrible. And then Bryce Young, the worst. Uh, so we'll start with <laughs> it. We'll start with the two guys that said are terrible and not good. Um, good win for Tampa, man. They outplayed yeah. them. They they controlled the line of scrimmage from the start. Uh, hmm. Although the Atlanta man, Atlanta did double them up almost in yardage. They kind of. They got back into the game, but Tampa Bay was opportunistic with the safety, the the show, the, the the Desmond Ritter interception on a screen pass because he simply doesn't see the the defender right there. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, the Falcons always look good getting a bunch of yards, but with with Ritter quarterback, he's going to prevent this team from winning hard games. Uh, yeah, he throws for three fifty, but he wasn't good once again. Tampa Bay dropped like two or three interceptions. Yeah, this guy's terrible. And Baker Mayfield, he wasn't very good either. 14 to 29 for a buck 50. Uh, great drive at the end to get um, into the end zone to secure that win. Big win for the Bucks. They needed it to get the revenge from the Falcons. What was your takeaway from this? Yeah, I, I was most impressed by two things on defense. One on the Falcons for limiting Mike Evans, something that not a lot of teams have been able yeah. to do. Um, they, they really shut him down one catch for eight yards and then two the bucks defense to stop that rushing attack. I mean, Tyler Algier had 40 yards, Bijan Robinson had 34. So shout out to the defenses for kind of game planning the strengths. Um, it allowed for some other things to open up such as Ritter throwing for, uh, 347 yards, 172 of those Drake London, which I did not uh, see coming. I've been avoiding him in fantasy football just because I don't trust Desmond Ritter. It's not that Drake London is bad. It's that his quarterback is terrible. Um, but yeah, this this whole division, you said it, they're, they're shit. The Saints wow. are going to steal it because nobody can cover Chris Olave and Alvin Kamara is decent and the Saints have a good defense. So I think they're going to steal this division and uh, it's just closer to my Saints-Jag Super Bowl from the beginning of the year. I can't wait till that happens. So when they go, nobody would have predicted this. I can go, yeah, huh? I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, maybe the Jags, not not the Saints. That team <laughs> sucks. We'll talk about them in a minute. Who do you? I mean, you. So you give the Saints the edge. Looking at the other teams, I mean, Atlanta. All of a sudden, golden missed opportunity. Now they finish with three out of four on the road down the stretch. They got to go to Carolina, who's got awful, but it's a divisional road spot. Um, 
They go to Chicago. Chicago's playing well. We're going to talk about your Bears here in a minute. And they go to New Orleans. The only team they got at home is the Colts. Oh, Colts-Falcons Christmas Eve. That is such a fraud game that, like, somebody's going to have playoff implications. So, uh, compared to Tampa Bay, I would – dude, I would favor Tampa Bay's schedule. They uh, – I mean, they got to go to Lambeau, but they get Jacksonville at home. They get New Orleans at home, and they got at Carolina. So, I don't know. Uh, Tampa Bay already beat New Orleans in New Orleans. I kind of think Tampa Bay has kind of the inside track if they're able to sweep the Saints here and mm-hmm. and have the tiebreaker because this thing is going to end in an 8-9 tie somehow. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, um, I would say the Bucks are definitely the feistiest. They, uh, you know, I yeah. talked about it. Baker is a dog. He's never out of a game. I'm not saying he's a great quarterback or even a good quarterback, but he is a dog. He, he stays feisty. It's amazing because the Bucks had lost six out of seven and they get back-to-back wins over the Panthers and Falcons. And all of a sudden they're back in the driver's seat. To win their <laughs> Just how bad that division is. So put a bow on it here. Like I said, uh, uh, Tampa Bay goes to Lambeau. Atlanta on the other side has uh, goes to Carolina. I'll be on yep. Carolina. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> moving along. Oh yeah, J. Mark, take it away, baby. The, the Chicago Bears coming off the bye week go toe to toe with the first place Detroit Lions, twenty eight thirteen. I think it's time to start having a discussion here that the Lions are a little bit counterfeit. Man, that defense could not get a stop. They're lucky the Bears started slow this year because if the Bears were within like one or two more games, I would think the Bears, the Packers, and the Vikings yeah. could all steal this division. The Lions are not playing good football right now. Yeah, how dare you say the Bears are playing pretty well? The Bears are playing playing great Elite. football. Come on. Uh, just some, some game notes here that I really enjoyed. Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields became the second fastest quarterback in NFL history to reach 2,000 rushing yards and 5,000 passing yards. Don't tell me Justin Fields sucks. He's not that bad. He's not great, but he's not that bad. And uh, something that nobody is talking enough about, that Montez sweat trade. Thank you, by the way. Thank your team. <laughs> thank thank Rivera and the commander's organization. Um, Who's after Montez we- sweat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After that trade in week nine, uh, the Bears defense went from 28th, 28th for points per game allowed to ninth, 23rd for total yards per game to fifth, 30th for yard, uh, pass yards per game to fifth, tied for 22nd in takeaways to second. Uh, they also have the most takeaways since week 11, even though we had a bye. So um, this Bears team playing playing good football on both sides of the ball nick fortune i agree that the coaching decision is bad we had that fourth and short and they pitch it to dj Moore. what are you doing but then fourth and 13 i was yelling at the tv like what the fuck you're just trying to draw them off sides right you're not going to snap ball and then they snap the ball and throw the touchdown i'm like great decision good job guys so um yeah the coaching has been bad getsy is a bad offensive play caller Flus, uh, I mean, he's got that defense playing better, but uh, you know, the Bears have a really favorable schedule if they can yes. get past the Browns next week. Yes. Falcons, Cardinals, Packers, these are all winnable games. And if the New York Giants beat the Green <laughs> Bay Packers tonight, yeah, all of a sudden, the Bears and Giants are one game back in the wild card. What the hell is going on in this world? <laughs> and I can't even get in the playoff race. What is how how are these two teams in the playoff race? And Ron is not because Ron doesn't know what the playoffs is. Um, uh, I mean, I can't believe that we're talking playoffs all of a sudden, especially with the schedule, man. What what do you think the magic number is for the Bears to get in this playoff race? I do Eight? think they have to I think they have to win out. Um I just because they they drop so many of those earlier games, too many teams have tiebreakers over them. So I think they have to win out just to make sure they don't end up in a tie situation where they lose on the tiebreaker. But uh, yeah, I mean, you got the Browns who we'll talk about that in a little bit. But then, like I said, Cardinals, Falcons, Packers, uh, three of the four at home, I believe. So it's doable. Yeah. It is Even the, the eight cash is the over seven and a half wins that I uh, 
bet very confidently and have not been so confident recently. So um, I'll take the eight wins either way. <laughs> you know how this ends, right? You're going to win the next three, get the eight yeah. and eight. And then the Packers are going to put the knife in your heart one more time <laughs> to knock you out in week 18 in a do or die game. Packers Don't put that in the universe. <laughs> Packers get the seven seed over you and you're freaking heartbroken for another nine months thinking about Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. It's just, <laughs> uh, on the other side, man, let's have a real discussion about the Lions. Yeah. They're in real danger of losing this division. I know Minnesota looked like shit yesterday, but Detroit's got to go to Dallas. They got a surging Denver Bronco team coming to them. And they got Minnesota twice. So if they get swept by Minnesota, Minnesota controls their own destiny all of a sudden. Yeah. Lions, no, I, Lions are treading water big time right now. Yeah, for sure. They're letting themselves get into that. Uh, what we expect from the Lions, right? To do well and then crash and burn. And that's, they're getting there. Uh, Jared Goff has not been on the same page as his receivers the past couple of weeks. And um yeah, the defense hasn't been able you, – you can't allow the Bears to score 28 points. Um, I, I like my Bears team, but it's not like they're an elite offense outside of fields and DJ Moore. So you just can't allow it, and, and they did. Three of the four second-half possessions to start the second half, the Bears scored points. You can't let that happen. I'm with you, man. Go Bears, go. Back in the playoff race. You're a big Giants fan here tonight. That's G-man. right. <laughs> so let's go Giants. Get those Bears back in the playoff race. And then that would make Ron Rivera all of a sudden two games only out of the playoff race. <laughs> Somebody wake him up from his bye week nap. Here we go, baby. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Uh, Lions fall to nine and four. They better start getting things going in the right direction or they're in danger of losing this north. But first, let's talk about prize picks. Price Picks is great because you can win bigger by betting at Price Picks all season long. They got basketball, they got football, they got a little bit of everything. You can stack each and every one on top of one another. Price Picks even offers a reboot policy. So when a player gets injured in the first half, boom, reboot, and you get your player injury insurance policy. J Mark looking ahead to Monday Night Football. You got two options here. I don't know why yeah. the hell they're starting at the same time. Don't ask me that. Stupid ass NFL. Uh, what's your prize picks play for tonight on the National Football League? Yeah, we're on more on all these fantasy projections here. Tyreek Hill, more than 112 and a half receiving yards. You can't stop him. Saquon Barkley, more than 18 and a half receiving yards. Devon Chan, more than 17 and a half receiving yards. Derrick Henry, more than 57 and a half rush yards. And Raheem Mostert, more than 46 and a half rush yards. Basically just riding the studs here. You heard it. Lay the chalk with Jay Mark tonight over at Prize Picks. Uh, players, stats, types you're selecting. Highlight your winnings from Prize Picks. And you know, that's how great it is over at Prize Picks. It's simple and an easy way to experience playing the game. And you can screenshot it just like you see on the TV right now that you're watching this on. Um, PrizePicks.com slash SGPN to use the code SGPN to get a first match deposit bonus up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash SGPN, code SGPN, Prizepicks Daily Sports Mate, easy. All righty, we're back. We're back better than ever here on the NFL Gambling <laughs> Podcast. Let's go over this one. Fraud. I told you they're frauds. The Colts, I hate this team. Couldn't I'm glad get those... you talked me into the Bengals. <laughs> yes, uh, freaking a counterfeit Colts team that kept beating me somehow, blocking punts left and right. I did lose on another block punt. We'll get to them in a minute this week. Uh, Bengals look good, man. Yeah. Bengals, Bengals look quietly really good. Um, just just getting another week of practice for the new man uh, in charge, Mr. Browning. He played well, I thought, uh, yesterday. He was solid, 18-24 for almost 300 yards. Uh, they're running the ball with Joe Mixon, too. That's what I like. Shout out to the chat, yeah. Moonoffs here. Uh, the Viking Steel Division is Dobbs' comeback player of the year. Or is Kevin O'Connell? Uh, Kevin O'Connell. I don't even think Dobbs Dobbs got benched yesterday. That's what I was going to say. Dobbs <laughs> didn't even finish the game, so I agree, O'Connell. <laughs> I don't know how Dobbs is still like starting in this league. Who's starting? Is it him or Mullins this week? Uh, we'll find out. But, uh, dude, Bengals are back in this race. They, uh, I know they don't have Joe Burrow, so they're not going to be a Super Bowl contender. But definitely, definitely a team that could sneak in and be a six or seven seed and kind of be a pain in the ass in the first round, I think, for one of these division winners. Yeah, do you know how many uh, 
tweets I saw or X's, whatever they're called now, that said uh, this is proving that Joe Burrow is a system quarterback, which I don't know if I agree with. (laughs) I don't know if I agree with that, but uh, no, the Bengals are playing really well. We talked about preseason, how they have an underrated defense. That defense struggled a little bit to begin with, and I think it was because they were on the field too much as Joe Burrow was getting healthy but they've been picking it up and now I think they know they need to pick it up. And then, yeah, like you said, running the ball very well with Joe Mixon and even chase Brown getting uh, involved there. I was a big chase Brown fan coming into this year uh, out of Illinois. I think he was a really good runner in college and we're starting to see some of his skills take, uh, take some effect in the game. He had that 54 yard short dump off for a a touchdown there. Bengals. I agree. They're going to be annoying. Yeah, they're going to be annoying to people. They're either going to ruin some seasons or they will sneak into the playoffs and, and cause some people some stress. Colts, I think, are going to sneak into the playoffs too, though. I mean, this is their first loss in, what, five games? You got to – I hate that. I think they're going to bounce back next year. But, um, but yeah, it's, this was a not a close game. I, like we on the Wednesday show, I started saying Colts. You talked me into the Bengals. I'm glad you did. <laughs> Yeah, and looking ahead, man. So both these teams are going to play on Saturday. And shout out to the NFL. I mean, we—I don't think either of these two teams are very good, but I, 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 other than the Bengals, I think are feisty because of their physicality. Yeah. But the Bengals are going to play the Vikings on Saturday at one o'clock Eastern, so an early nice. Uh, I love Saturday NFL football, man. It's when Same. when the games are more meaningful. So looking forward to that one Saturday early, and then you get. You get Colts and uh, Steelers in the, in the, in the second game. So yeah. both 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 teams, both both sides, both are what four, seven, and six teams here. And then we 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 didn't even mention it. The Lions are in the nightcap. They're playing the Broncos, who are seven and six as well. So a lot of playoff implications coming here on Saturday. Um, looking at the schedules, though, the Colts got what they got. Uh, they got three out of four at home, man. So the schedule yeah. does favor them with Pittsburgh. Vegas and Houston at home. And they got to go to the Dirty Birds in Atlanta here after that. The Bengals got a little bit more challenging. They got Minnesota, like we said, but then they go to Pittsburgh and Kansas City before finishing up with uh, Cleveland. So Cincinnati has a tiebreaker, but you got to figure we favor Indy with the schedule, right? Yeah, for sure. Yep. All right. Seeing eye to eye there. So Bengals, Colts, 76 club. It's a crowded club right now. Let's go over to another. This is not a seven and six football team. This is an eight and five team led by Mr. Joe Flacco. My lock comes through on the graphic here because Doug Peterson goes for two. Um, analytics strikes again, baby. Um, good win for the Browns. Defense is good. Amazing how much better Joe Flacco is than like 90% of these, or sorry, um, half of the starters in this league. Uh, right. I mean, the guy was on the street, and now he comes in, and he's played his ass off. He still makes a couple mistakes here and there. Jaguars kind of felt like a scheduled loss. Uh, Coming off the Monday night game, they got the Ravens on deck. What was your takeaway from this one, man? When Trevor Lawrence didn't look healthy, I don't think he should have played this game anyways, uh, especially against a very good Browns defense. I know they need to get wins, but that ankle sprain did not look good. It's like, let him sit a game. the thing in the Browns that I don't understand, they placed Joe Flacco on the practice squad today. They they I reverted saw. him back, which means somebody else could technically sign him. I, Who's starting? What? Who's starting? I I don't know. Is it, I, is it Robinson? Maybe. I I just don't get the move at all. Um. But yeah, it two and zero. I know. And that, well, they said he's going to be the starter the rest of the year, and then they put him on the practice squad. I I don't get it. Um, it's a very interesting personnel move there, especially after naming him the starter. So I guess we'll see what the Browns do. Maybe they're going to be just a typical Browns and, and punt the season away, I guess. I don't know, but Jags, not a bad football team. I think, like you said, this was more of a situational spot that they lose on the road and, uh, they're going to be all right there, especially if Lawrence is healthy Browns, the defense, yeah, I know Flacco's played well, but that defense is so good. That defense can win them games. It can keep them relevant. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, with you, man. I I love I love these Cleveland Browns. I think they're pretty damn good. I mean, imagine if they actually had a quarterback that was consistent. So 
Moon off MVP Joe Flacco. I agree, my friend. I agree. <laughs> uh, Brown Browns are eight and five. Went uh, got it done against the Jaguars here. Uh, they get the Bears up next on Sunday. Looking forward to that one. The then they got at the Texans. Yep. Then they got the Jets and at Bengals. So it's a pretty interesting schedule. Jaguars, big one on Sunday. They get the Ravens coming to town. I think I kind of like the Jags on Sunday as a dog at home. Oh yeah. Lawrence bounced back. Got that ankle back in the sunshine state. I don't know yet. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. Stay tuned for uh, the picture on Wednesday. So, all right, let's, uh, let's hit an ad before we move along in the slate because we're brought to you by on the NFL gambling podcast, hall of fame bets. The you can win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, props, Game lines, research every NFL, NBA, soccer with historical data and stats. Enter any parlay into the idea of a Hall of Fame's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get every leg broken down so you know which ones have better value than others. Um, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets, craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets or visit HOFBets.com. Code SUPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we're back on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Let's move along in this slate and these goddamn Carolina Panthers that I keep betting on for some reason. <laughs> they should have won this game. I know I know. it says 28-6. to six. <laughs> This is the most ridiculous game I've ever watched. Uh Carolina outgains them in yardage. Carolina moved the ball whenever they wanted to. And this 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 drive sums up Bryce Young. Miles Sanders rips off like a 70-yard run down the one-yard line. Somehow doesn't get in. Stuffs first down. Second down, Bryce Young takes an 11-yard sack. Third down, throws the ball at the feet of his receiver. Punt or field goal. And <laughs> I'm like, this team is so fucking garbage. I hate this team. Uh, they were the better team. They were the better team, but Bryce Young misses a wide-open touchdown at the end of the first half, has a guy streaking down the middle of the field. I, and Munoz's right. He started 1 of 8. He started 3 of 15. This guy's terrible. This guy is god-awful, and I yeah. probably will take him against Falcons next week <laughs> because the Falcons should never be laying points on the road because their quarterback's trashed as well. Oh, my God. This Panthers team is driving me insane. They're like – the Patriots and Panthers can't get enough of them. What was your takeaway here? I know you love that they lost because that means the Bears that much closer to the number one overall pick. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, can you imagine when we add Marvin Harrison Jr. and Brock Bowers to our offense? Come on. Uh, but anyways. You'll go nine and eight. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, probably. No, we talked about this. Like, um, I messaged you about it. Why, why is Bryce Young starting still? I understand, like, you bench a rookie quarterback, it can mess with his head. Is this helping any by starting him and having him play like shit and continually do bad? I mean, he's kind of a lot. You know he's hearing everybody say, why was this guy the number one pick? What in the world were they thinking? This guy's a bust. You're not doing anything for his confidence by keeping him in the game. Let him sit. Let him watch. Let him learn. I'd try again next year, I guess. I don't know, but I, I don't understand why he's still starting. I don't have any idea. He's as bad a rookie quarterback as I've seen. Like yeah. for a first rounder deemed to be a franchise quarterback. How the hell did they beat Houston? How the hell did they beat Houston? I'm still trying to figure out beyond me, man. Um, yeah, Lovey Smith did do the Texans a favor so that they didn't have to be tempted with Bryce Young. Bryce Young finished 13 of 36. Now, let's have an honest conversation on the other end, too. The Saints suck, too. They This team, yeah. is, this team is so below average. Derek Carr, I don't even know why they're playing him. Why are they playing this guy? He's terrible. He's injured. He gets a concussion every single game. I don't know how <laughs> he can clear it, but Tua couldn't last year. Dennis Allen must uh, be anti-crab legs because he will not – play Jameis winston <laughs> yeah no i agree it is kind of confusing um i got nothing i mean he came it's into that game with what sense. an injured injured shoulder concussion protocol and an injured foot and he still played he only throws for 119 yards i know they got the job done but that's more so that the panthers are terrible they're a shit organization but no i agree i don't get why Winston doesn't get uh, at least some shot because we saw him play a little bit when 
uh, Carr got hurt, and I feel like he opened the game up a little bit more. He's got a better deep ball. And that when you have a guy like Chris Olave, I mean, the deep ball is where it should be. So, yeah, I don't get it either. Um, they're lucky they have Chris Olave, though. He's uncoverable, it seems like. Go figure. The NFC South, where both teams dominate the box score and both lose. What if I told you Carolina <laughs> ran for over 200 yards in this game and only scored six points? <laughs> Which is unbelievable. Um, yes, I would like to see the last time that carry. happened. <laughs> How do you only score six points? This team is garbage. I hate them. They're the Patriots of the <laughs> NFC. So let's move along before I get more mad talking about them. Uh, Moon off, cover your ears. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah. I was, this is my dog. This is the easiest pick of the week. Texans have some fraud in them, too, man. I, I like CJ Stroud, but he's come back a little bit. He got banged up, obviously. Uh, dude, the Jets' defense is nasty. They yeah. completely dominated. And by the way, if you had the under in this game, God bless your soul. This is an all time bad beat. I think it was like 35 and a half, 35. It was zero to zero at halftime. And yeah. the Jets roll off 30 points in the second half. Make it make sense. I'm fired. See you guys. Moodoff just canned me. <laughs> Best of luck with your future endeavors. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he's gone. Um, yeah, no, this was uh, my Wi Fi. <laughs> uh, there you go, fired. <laughs> this was, um, I don't know, this to me, it really felt like the Zach Wilson fuck you game, didn't it? He yeah. gets he gets to start again, and he's like, I need to actually do something to prove myself. He didn't in the first half, obviously, but. Um, then he did start getting, getting, hitting some open receivers, moving the ball down the field. But, uh, yeah, Texans got a lot of, as Moonoff pointing out, a lot of injuries they're dealing with Nico going out after they had already lost tank Dell that really hurt them, uh, and hurt the offense a lot. But, uh, yeah, I don't, like you said, that jets defense they're they're so damn good. Um, it's if they had an offensive line and Aaron Rodgers had stayed healthy, this would be one of the best teams in the AFC, wouldn't it? Yeah, and I, I got a bone to pick, too, with, with anybody that wanted Zach Olson bench. Like, I know he's not perfect, but the guy that they put in for him was a joke. Tim Boyle, Agreed. there is no way they would have lost that game of Zach Wilson to the Falcons last week. There was no yeah. way. With the way their defense was shutting down Atlanta, just like Houston, Zach would have scored 17 points. They would have won that game 17 to 13 or whatever. They single-handedly, that decision because of the pressure from the New York media is going to cost this team a chance at the playoff because they should be 6-7 and seven right now. And who knows, maybe Rodgers was going to come back. So 5-8, and eight, uh, they got the Dolphins next week. Ooh. Um, I mean, they played the Dolphins already, and their defense hung in there until that fucking Tim Boyle guy just completely shit down himself down the stretch. Um yeah, that guy's awful. They, that, that's one of the dumbest moves that they benched Zach Wilson. He wasn't playing yeah. that great, but he was not the issue. And at least his legs can make a couple plays. So, I don't know. Can the Jets crawl back into this playoff race? I know there's a good quarterback that just got reverted to the practice squad that knows this Jets offense well by the name of Joe Flacco. Maybe he doesn't <laughs> want to play in Cleveland. He wants to go back to New York. I don't know. Um, no, yeah, the Jets – I think, uh, like you said, I think they shot themselves in the foot here. It's unfortunate because that defense is so good, but I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They'd have to play. I think they'd have to win out based on how the AFC is going to kind of come down to it. I think they're going to have to win out. Is Rodgers coming back against the Dolphins? <laughs> I don't know. I've heard so much about, well, it depends on how he feels. It depends if they have a playoff chance. So I'm sure he's using all the analytics. He's listening to the Dolphins mating sounds to make sure he gets better. I mean, he's doing all this stuff. So he's playing it by ear. You know, it's Rodgers. Yeah, <laughs> he'll, announce I'll, 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 it on, he'll announce it on the Pat McAfee show. If he yes. is. <laughs> Shout out to Rodgers. Love that guy. He's going to come back and get the skins on Christmas Eve. I can guarantee that. <laughs> I've seen this script before. It's all bullshit. Uh, all right. Let's move along. Uh, Jets. Uh, go to five and eight. Uh, what's their name? Uh, the Texans. Moonoff's Texans fall to names. <laughs> yeah, seven six. Uh, they uh, they are. I I don't know, man. I they got the Titans twice. The schedule's not that bad, but feels like they've kind of hit the rookie wall with CJ Stroud. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's that or if it's just all the injuries, but yeah. um, he he definitely has not looked as good the past couple games, that's for sure. Moonoff pointing out, yeah, Roger said he was recovering by listening to Dolphins having sex near his Malibu home, dropping the hint that he would be coming back for the Dolphins game, maybe. Um, he is offended about that rookie wall comment, though. Uh, oh, I'm betting against Texas every game from here on out. They're frauds. <laughs> Just getting good off. <laughs> I think I think it's more the injuries, but yeah, they get or it could be the league figuring him out a little bit too. You know, you got more game tape, you got more game planning. He's gonna be good, but yeah. they're done. They're done. Put a fork in him. Put a fork and boot off. Uh moving along here. And next up we got this, I, I mean, I was on the Ravens. The Ravens never had a shot of covering this game. Shout out to the Rams. A rare yeah. time where a dome team goes into Baltimore, cold, rainy, and they hung in. They ran the football. Yeah. They controlled the tempo. Honestly, it kind of says a lot about the Ravens that they didn't have their best fastball yesterday, and they still found a way to win. Lamar goes for 300-plus. That offense, that culture found a way to get it done. Freaking Ravens. I mean, the Rams are playing Rams are playing good football right now. Yeah. Just in time to lose to Ron Rivera this Sunday. <laughs> um, yeah, these are two. <laughs> yeah, see you later, Moonoff. Thanks for joining. These are two uh very good teams. Um the the Rams are very impressive. I didn't think, you know, you, you go against two good defenses in a row here, two AFC opponents, Browns and then Ravens. After they beat the Browns, I'm like, there's no way they can keep that going against this Ravens defense, but they did. Uh, I actually thought they were going to win this at one point. Credit to the Ravens for uh, for battling back. It's kind of funny. We were watching it, and Miranda, I've been having her do picks every week, and I'm putting those in the uh, the old betting apps, you know, and see if she can get one just on the money line, and she had the Ravens. So we're watching the last three minutes, and I said, you know this is going to overtime, right? It's like, no, Ravens are going to win it. I said, no, they're going to score. They're going to get that two-point conversion. Rams are going to drive down, kick that field goal, and it's going to overtime. And uh, she's like, afterwards, how'd you know I was going to do that? It's like, it's, I, it was in the script. I read it script. in the script. <laughs> yeah. Um, but credit to, yeah, credit to the Rams for continuing to uh, battle there. Credit to Lamar Jackson, looking better than I ever expected him to this year. Uh, Matt Stafford, old as shit, but still a hell of a player. And then they, they got that punt return for a touchdown to win the game. What a win, what a way to win it. What a way to win it. Um, Ravens go to Jacksonville, still control their own destiny in the AFC. It seems like them and the Dolphins are kind of on a collision course right now to get that number one seed. So we'll see what the Dolphins do tonight. Don't be surprised if the Titans hang in there tonight, I think. I, I think I, this Dolphins is this, killing this, them. I don't know, man. They, last time we said that the Raiders almost beat them outright. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey, let me give you a line that absolutely reeks next week. This stinks. This makes no sense. The LA Rams are only laying six against Ron Rivera and Washington Redskins. Much <laughs> great losses. How is that not seven? Um, it's an excellent question. That should be seven, maybe even seven and a half. Oh yeah, Ron's got something up his sleeve, baby. Out of the bye week, <laughs> uh, sneak peek might, might be a close your eyes special coming out of the bye week. Who do we play this week? <laughs> Rob Rivera, right. baby. Shout out to him. All right, let's move along. Next up, we got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't even need to discuss this one, do we? <laughs> I mean... What the hell? Football is officially back. The Vikings defeat the Raiders 3-0 in a dome. It wasn't even bad weather. Make this make sense, Jay Mark. Good win for the Vikings. Finding a way to win another ugly-ass game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this was a shit game. The Raiders, you got to win at home when you only allow the Vikings to score three points. That's got to be disappointing. Or was it? Was it in Minnesota? No, I'm second. No, it was guessing. in Vegas. It was in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you got to win at home. Um, and this was just a. Sometimes there's games that end low scoring that it's like, that was a really good game because it was a good defensive battle. This wasn't. It was just two offenses that sucked. Ugly. Yeah. yeah, it was not fun to watch at all. And now Thursday night primetime, we get Aiden O'Connell versus Easton Stick. What more could you want? Uh, we're <laughs> we're gonna talk about the Chargers here in a minute. Oh my god, that freaking team! Uh, yeah, man, I don't know what we do with the Raiders going. I mean, the Raiders are done. They're they're toast. 
that kind of was their season. They had to get that game against the Vikings at home. Coming off the bye week, they're five and eight. The Vikings, man, back to back years, this freaking fraud ass team is sitting at seven and six. They just lost to the Broncos, just lost to the Bears. Now they win three nothing off the bye week. I don't know. I feel like we should smash the Bengals on Saturday. The Vikings are no counterfeit, man. Yeah. This team is not, I mean, they got Nick Mullins at quarterback right now. Yeah. And the Bears are coming for him. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Uh, and Justin Jefferson left with an injury again. Yeah, he did. Uh, he's questionable for next week already. So that sucks um, for people like me who had him on our fantasy lineups and we we're excited to get Justin Jefferson back. And then he leaves after two catches. Uh, but, you know, uh, it sucks for him too. He, he decided to come back. He waited till that bye week comes back the game after and gets hurt right away. It does suck. So Vikings <laughs> still, still in the playoff race, seven and six kind of control their own destiny. Kind of feels like they're going to find a way to get in there with, uh, with, with, with nine wins, eight, nine wins. So Vikings, once again, on the right side of all these close games, Raiders are done. They play on Thursday night. God, we have to watch another backup quarterback battle. So <laughs> can't wait to watch that one. All right, man, let's move along. Next up, we got, oh, man, I thought the Seahawks were in this game for a little bit there. They were fighting. They played well. Uh, Drew Locke and for Geno Smith. That line way overcorrected. Geno Smith is not worth five points. I think, no. they, I think it went off at 15. That was an easy play with Seattle. Um but I mean, Sam Fran—they're—they're they're just so—they're better than everybody else. This team, this team's a machine. They didn't even yeah. play well, and they still found a win, but found a way to win by double digits. Yeah, for sure. Um, go ahead and get your bets in now. 49ers Ravens Super Bowl. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I already put my bet in for it as as your like your prediction one. Uh, pays pretty well. I think it was like, I think that was twelve to one. 13 to one, something like that. Um, But no, these, these 49ers, they're, they're better than any team in the NFC. And I feel like they're better than any team in uh, the football in football right now. They they're just so good. And Brock Purdy is going to somehow win the MVP. Um, I I just don't know. It's uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them in the Ravens on Christmas night. I mean, what what a present that is. What a game for sure. Uh, Niners gotta watch out this week. They got, they got, they got, they got, they got a tricky spot this week. They got the Cardinals on the road. <laughs> Kyler Murray. They got a look ahead spot. So don't count your wins before they hatch, uh, <laughs> Niners fans. You never know if Kyler as a dog can pick you off. So uh, I think the Niners will win, but I would not be shocked if that game was somewhat close. Nah, they the the Niners own the Cardinals. Come on. Oh, everybody owns the Cardinals, but hey, the Cardinals. Remember, the Cardinals beat the Cowboys. The yeah, Cowboys true. were looking ahead, so Santa <laughs> fell, baby. Give me the Cardinals on Sunday. Let's go. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think Niner gang is scared. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, remember who who the night the Niners almost lost to the Raiders last year about this time when they were in between like a big game and had another big game on the horizon. It's the NFL, true. man. It's it's rare you're gonna get up and play your best ball 18 straight weeks. We saw, I mean, the Niners lost three in a row this year. I know that they were banged up, but I mean, it's the NFL man, anything could happen. And and Purdy's back to being the front runner for MVP. Might be a good fade spot this week. So go Cards, go. Uh, all right, let's move along in the slate. Good win for the Niners. This game is god awful. I watched this basically the entire game. Uh, Chargers are officially done. The Brandon Staley era is officially done. Um, Justin Herbert gets hurt. He gets his, his, uh, hands out. Broncos go to seven and six. I don't even think they're that good, but they're finding ways to win winners. Six out of seven. Uh, good win. Good win in LA took care of business. It wasn't pretty, but Hey, who cares? This time of year. Broncos are going to find a way to get in the playoffs. How? They're going to find a way to win this division. They're only one game back from the Chiefs, and the Chiefs look awful right now. Oh, they are only one game back. They're going to win the division. What world are we in? How? Wait, what did did they do against – well, they they won't win the tiebreaker, though, because they lost to the Raiders in week one, 17-16. So they're going to have to outduel the Chiefs by two games. I don't know if that's possible, but yeah, man. (laughs) Who had that on your bingo card uh, week yeah. six where it was the one in five Denver Broncos traveling to the five and one Kansas City Chiefs? Who had them basically even uh, coming down the stretch? 
Unreal. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, credit to this defense. You know, after that 70 to 20 blowout, they get rid of some big names that just weren't producing. And yeah. they've played very well since then. Uh, Russ Wilson, Sean Payton's offense, not necessarily doing great but they're doing enough it's mainly credit to the defense in my opinion and then the the russ wilson Cortland sutton almost every week he's getting a touchdown uh if you're betting and anytime touchdowns and you're not putting Cortland sutton in there you're giving away free money um yeah this this broncos turnaround is pretty crazy uh, i i did not expect it i I thought when they opened one and five is like i was wrong on this team because i was pretty high on them coming into the season but uh, credit to them for being able to rally back and and be in a position where, like you said, they can make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm. This is incredible, honestly. Great job, and honestly, hey, we were on this though in our midseason. We said there's going yeah. to be one or two teams from each league. I predicted the Patriots, so I was wrong on that. But uh, <laughs> I said, but uh, the other one I said it could be was the, was the Broncos if the Broncos yeah. with a good coach, veteran quarterback, and then in the NFC, I think we said the Bears. And I nominated the Packers because I thought the Packers culture, but you were reluctant to join me on and that. I said, get so, out of here. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this happens every year. There's one or two teams in each conference that'll start one and five, two and six, and find a way back in. It's the Denver Broncos here and the Green Bay Packers in the NFC. So, well done. Um, uh, Denver, Denver from here, like we said, goes to Detroit Saturday night. Looking forward to seeing that one. Um, both teams need that game. And then they get New England and L.A. at home. They're going to play Bailey Zappi and, and Stick again. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's nine That's nine wins potentially right there. And then they finish with Vegas. They're going to go to the playoffs at 10-7. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Man, wild. It is. Yeah. So, Broncos. I, I think <laughs> that they're dangerous in the playoffs with that defense, man. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then they got Russ and Sean Payne. So. They, if they can get some colder weather games or if they can somehow not be a, a last seed and have at least one home game, I mean, yeah, they could they could be dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> Imagine if they go to Miami again. <laughs> that would be so great if they played Miami again. I would Agreed. definitely bet on the Broncos then. With yeah, the payback of sure. 70 to 20. These guys ran it up on us. Time to stick it right up their ass, baby. Let's go. That's um, right. All right. Give it, give Denver their props, baby. The Chargers are done five and eight. Put a fork in them. They'll be officially done um, here soon with Brandon Staley. All right, let's go next up on the dock. Final game of the four o'clock window. The Buffalo Bills, baby. I, my team, my, my Super Bowl future is live <laughs> in a well, man. And I'm going to say it right now. If you're a one, two, or three seed and you draw the Buffalo Bills in the first round, Good luck to you, man. The yeah. team is starting to play better football, starting to finally come together. Josh Allen was making those magical throws again, keep things alive, dot, dip, dock, dodge, and whatever it is from dodgeball. I mean, that fourth down throw, He's they got the magic a little bit back here. They should have won in Philly, got right off the bye week, had to have this game to extend their season. Bill's looking ahead, man. They got, um, they got Dallas, L.A., New England, and Miami. I, three out of four, they're in. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be easy, but um, they could definitely do it. I know we already talked about it at the beginning of the show, but gosh, if I, I just can't believe the uh, how Patrick Mahomes reacted to that. When you're shaking hands or telling people at the end of the game, just say good game. Don't be bitching about the call to the opposing team. Not their, not their fault, not their call. Like, I'm just – I'm super disappointed as a guy who – has been like, oh, I really like Mahomes. Mahomes is a hell of a player. Um, and then he goes out and, I don't know, acts like, like you said, Tom Brady or LeBron James and this big ego guy that can't stand the fact that they lost the game. Uh, that was super disappointing. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Su super disappointing is a good way of putting it. Um, the Chiefs, man, the Chiefs are reeling. They've lost, yeah. what, three out of four now? Five Is it five out of six, I think? Because weren't they five and one? Uh, the Chiefs have lost four out of six. So they four lost Denver. Six, okay. Yeah. But uh, ever since Germany, they've lost three out of four coming out of the bye. Lost the Eagles at home. 
They lost to Green Bay on the road, and now they lost to Buffalo. And watch out. All of a sudden, they're going to the surging New England Patriots next <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> you know what? If, if they can't figure something out on offense, they're going to struggle to score points on that New England defense. That is I agree. I mean, they're laying 10 right now. We got to take New England. I think so. I mean, oh, it, you, you would think they it would be a back. bounce back spot, but I, I don't know if the Chiefs have it, have the receivers to do a bounce back. I can't believe I'm doing it again. I'm going <laughs> back to the well. <laughs> slap me, slap me. Uh, yeah, Chiefs got to figure some things out, man. They got to get yeah. some separation. They're playing like dog shit right now. There's no way to, no other way to put it. Um, Almost said the Patriots. Almost started. I'm like programmed to talk about the Patriots. Now that they got to win. <laughs> uh, the Bills, man, they're laying points against the Cowboys on Sunday. That kind of shows you what the market thinks of this team right now. So big yeah. one. If they get that Dallas win, they're going to get in. They're going to roll down the stretch. So big one. Four o'clock. Can't wait for it. Fox game of the week. Go Bills. Go. Nobody circles the wagons. Adam Peltier <laughs> like them Buffalo Bills. Three years in a row they've won in Arrowhead. I know they've lost the playoff games. But still, it's impressive that they can win an arrowhead ever. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Bills alive and well. Chiefs stumbling down the stretch. Let's go to the Sunday night game. This probably was my biggest bet of the year. I'm not going to lie. And I hate the Cowboys. But the Eagles, finally, the luck has kind of uh, come back a little bit, regressed a little bit here. Uh, they, 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 they finally were on the wrong side of a couple fumbles. So they get it going. Yeah. Uh, Hurts fumbles. Uh, Brown fumbles, Smith fumbles. It was a fumble rooski type of game for Philly. They got, they got dominated though. I mean that their defense is god awful. To be, yeah. and, and, and you know what? From a Skins fan, the only reason we're talking about Sam Howell as a potential franchise quarterback is because his two franchise games were against the Eagles. When you really step back and think about it, true. Like the the Eagles have gotten torched by everybody. Um. They got torched by Josh Allen. They, they they just outscored him in the end. Got torched by San Francisco last week. We saw that. Uh, Dallas had like 500 yards last time they played. Sam Howell and Biennemi torched them. Um, and, and you know what? The only team that really hasn't torched them, and this kind of speaks to their issues, was the Chiefs. Yeah. So the Chiefs offense is a big-time issue right now in the Eagles defense. They're not winning any hard games with this defense. I don't know. What was your takeaway? Am I being too harsh on the Eagles or I think it's fair. I think this team is fraudulent. I don't think they're anywhere near as good as they were last year. Right? No, I agree. Um, we just saw the Seahawks put up a boatload of points against the Cowboys. When you have Jalen hurts, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Deandre Swift, uh, and the best and Dallas Goddard and the best offensive line, quote unquote in football, you got to yeah. put up more than 13 points. This was a very disappointing outing for the Eagles. They they have some issues on offense. Yeah, they're getting torched on defense. They have a lot of issues on defense, but I think they got issues on offense too. You can't have that kind of lineup and put up games like this. And they had a scoop and score. They really only yeah. put up – they didn't score an offensive touchdown. No, they didn't. It, yeah. and, and this Dallas defense, I realize it's decent, but – I mean, look at what the Seahawks did to them. This this, this isn't the same Dallas defense that was there last year. This is a defense that you can take advantage of, and the Eagles couldn't do it. If you want to say you're the best team in the NFC or NFL, you can't you can't put up six points on offense. No. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Moneyline underscore Mac. Those that were killing me for not having the Eagles power rank number one at all this year, you can tweet <laughs> me. That team is not that good. They're not even close to the no. Niners. And honestly, man, I don't think they're close to the Cowboys. As much as I hate the Cowboys, the Cowboys are a significantly better team than the Eagles right now. Now, injuries happen. Dallas could get banged up. But I think unless we get the Dallas choke job, which very well could happen, it always could happen. Um, yeah. I mean, the Bear. it'll be great when the Bears beat them in the playoffs and they go to the <laughs> NFC Championship. But uh, it's not – it should be Niners Cowboys in the NFC championship. And I know the Eagles actually have the favorable schedule. I know that's what Sean's clinging to right now, but when you're not that good, you're not going to win the games you're supposed to win. I don't think they're going to win in Seattle next week. Do you? Um, not if their offense can't do any more than it did against the Cowboys for sure. Yeah. It'll be a kitchen sink game for them. They got to have it. You got to think that they're going to be laser focused coming off another 20 point loss, but 
Seattle's lost four in a row too. Seattle, it's going to be kitchen sink, kitchen sink game for both teams. So desperation, baby. That's why we love this game. So, all right, man, uh, that'll do it for week 14 in the National Football League. We got two more coming up tonight. We got a doubleheader like we spoke about. We got the Miami Dolphins hosting the Tennessee Titans. And then we got Jay Mark's game. He's all over the Giants against the Green Bay Packers at home. But Let's Jay go. Mark. Let's uh let's look ahead to week 16 in the National Football League to give out some uh, early leans, early look ahead leans. How do we do in 15 if you have it in front of you? I don't have it in front of me, but I'm sure we did awesome. We always do. <laughs> Unless we got screwed on the injuries. A lot of this True. we've been getting jobbed on injuries lately. So Yeah. Um yeah, speaking of injuries, Justin Herbert going to be injured He'll be out at least one week. I think he's going to miss more of the time than that. So I'm going to kick it off with, yeah, I'm going to kick it off with Buffalo and the Chargers. We just talked about Buffalo playing way better. Only a one point favorite over these Chargers. I realize it's in LA, but LA doesn't really have any fans. I've only heard of one Charger fan. That's Justin Decker. I've heard of zero Rams fans. I don't, I don't know any Rams fans. So um, yeah, the, the Bills should be, I don't know. That should be a lot more than one. I was going to say three, but even that feels too low. This is going to close at a six and a half point game, maybe seven. So give me the bills. Um, just take that, that one point that you're getting right now. That's a Saturday game. I like it. I'll go to another Saturday game, man. Give me uh, give me the other one. Give me the Bengals going to Pittsburgh, getting four and a half. Who the hell is Pittsburgh to be laying ever more than a field goal? Nope. That thing will be three by kickoff. Those two teams are even. They both average that, that's yeah. a good way of putting it i think it actually might be two and a half because i think cincinnati might be better even without burrow yeah agreed agreed and it's a revenge angle yeah true uh my next one i don't like taking the packers with anything but the packers looks like they're uh depending where you're looking at it one or five and a half i'm gonna say five and a half because it's gonna get bigger against the panthers are you kidding me the worst team in football Packers are going to win this game by a touchdown. They're going to win by probably two touchdowns, actually. So, yeah, take the five and a half. They're going to win it. It's going to close, I would say, north of seven. Panthers suck. Stick a fork in them and uh, ugh, go pack go. Gross. They're done. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to another one here. Let's go to Miami. Miami hasn't beat a team yet with a winning record. Why would I think they're going to beat the Cowboys? <laughs> I I think that's a bad matchup. Uh, yeah. Miami's laying one at home. I think that's flipped. I think Dallas is laying points come uh, Christmas Eve. Give me the Cowboys getting one against uh, the fraudulent Dolphins is what I'll call them. I like it. I like it. Where uh, should we go for the last one? Three Monday games. Love it. Football's back. <laughs> um. Why are the Bears only three-point favorites over the Cardinals? This this defense is ranked um, stat-wise in the past several weeks. They're ranked fifth. Cardinal or Cardinals and Kyler Murray. That doesn't scare me. Uh, this is going. It's at Chicago. They're a much better team at home, anyways. I think this is closer to five and a half, six. Give me the Bears. I like it. Uh, all right, final one. Let's go to Christmas Day. The Eagles are laying 13. We just talked about it. Their offense sucks. Their defense sucks. Yeah, the Giants aren't very good, but this is the NFC East, and I know the Eagles own the Giants, but this game should be closer to 10. I think they go off as like a 10, 10.5-point favorite, maybe even 9.5, depending on how, how the Giants look tonight. Give me the Giants getting 13 against the overrated Eagles. I think that's I think that's an easy play. I like that because even if Tommy DeVito is uh, gets injured this this week or next week, uh, Tyrod's back. Tyrod is healthy and can step Dang. right in there. And this offense, if there's two things you can say about the Giants this year, they've looked better with Tyrod in. They've looked better with Tommy DeVito in. Um, maybe Dan Jones is done. He got paid and he looked like the worst quarterback out of all three of them. Uh, as long as Saquon Barkley's there too, like they, yeah, they, they'll be competent. And so. All right, there's our there's our week 16 look ahead. I can't believe we're already in week 16 or week 15 Crazy. after. So, Jay Mark, we're going to get out of here, but it's Monday night, which means it's old-fashioned night. 
playoffs yes, going on for uh, fantasy. Tell everybody what you got going on. Yeah, we had another slew of injuries, so come on over, listen to the waivers and whiskey. Uh, drinking some whiskey and talking some waivers. Who's going to help you through the playoffs? Indeed, indeed. You guys can find me at Moneyline underscore Mac. College Hoops in the thick of things. Come join us every single night over on the College Basketball Experience. Be on the Ryan and Russ show here in a minute. So, yeah, turn on your notifications. Subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast. we got plenty. we got plenty more weeks to give out some winners. Uh, we'll see you guys on Wednesday for the Week 15 Look Ahead show and morning and Saturday preview and picks for J-Mark and I. But good luck with Monday Night Football, everybody. Don't forget to let it ride. We are out of here. <laughs>